0: Hello, this is Dr. Ed Hill, host of This Week in the Word, where we grow in our knowledge of the Word of God and our walk with Christ. I'm so glad you joined us today. We're in a series entitled The Great Rapture Debate, and we have recently, in the last few episodes, gone through the New Testament letter of 1 Thessalonians. We're sliding right into 2 Thessalonians today, in the same series, The Great Rapture Debate, and we're going to see in our episode today, Payback is Coming, we're going to see that there is a difference between the rapture of the church and the second coming of Christ. But I want to urge you to do something today. If you're one of the listeners that that I've had in churches uh, ever since I've pastored who are note-takers, you've got to Get every word and fill in every blank. I want to ask you to do something today. I want you to put all that aside. This is not going to be a, a heavy, detailed study. I, I think more than anything today from 1 Thessalonians, it's going to be a, um, a study that is just simply encouraging, that will bring great comfort to your heart as it has to mine. So let's go right to the book of 2 Thessalonians, and we'll go to the first chapter. The episode title is Payback is Coming. You know, if you're suffering today for your faith in Christ, if you are in trouble because you believe in God, if you are being persecuted financially, or physically, or legally, or in any other way, because you're a Christian, hangeth thou in there, oh baby. That's what I want to tell you. That I'm borrowing that from the great Bible teacher, Dan DeHaan. That was a title of one of his series. Hang in there, because you're going to see that payback is coming. And it's coming in two ways. There's going to be a payback to those Who are the troublers of the troubled, and there's going to be payback for those who are troubled by the troublers. You'll see what I mean as we go through this. But payback, my friends, is on the way. Now, I want to make this abundantly clear for everyone today. When I talk about the payback that is coming for the troublers of the troubled, that payback will not be from us as believers that payback will be directly from God himself. And we will simply, if you're persecuting us, we're warning you, we're pleading with you. We want you to come over to our side. But if you don't, know this, payback is coming, my friends, and God will be the one who brings that. You know, in this life, we see rare flashes of true justice But mostly what we seem to see is people committing wrongdoing and sinning against believers and it just goes unrequited, unchallenged. Well, again, if you're on the receiving end of that, hang in there because payback is on the way. Let's read in 2 Thessalonians chapter 1. Paul and Silvanus and Timotheus under the church of the Thessalonians in God, our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Notice one thing here, that as Paul and Silas and Timothy are sending this letter back to the church they started in Thessalonica, Greece, some time ago, they were only with them a brief time, but a mighty church was born there in the few weeks that they ministered among them. As they send this letter back, they note that the church is is in God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. And I want you to see there that God, the Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ are equated as equal. Now let that sink in. Verse 2, grace unto you and peace from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. There it is again, same way. Verse 3, We are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is meet, because that your faith groweth exceedingly, and the charity of every one of you all toward each other aboundeth. You remember that the, the great trilogy in the Christian faith is is faith hope and love right you remember that from 1 Corinthians 13 well the Corinthian the, the thessalonian church as we've already seen in the the episodes in 1 Thessalonians they were really strong in their faith and they were strong in their love for one another and all people but they were they were struggling a little bit with hope regarding the rapture of the church and the second coming of Christ. Well, right here again, Paul notes in 2 Thessalonians 1, verse 3, he says a couple of the reasons that we thank God always for you, brethren, and he says the reasons are because your faith groweth exceedingly. Now, that Greek word there is the only time this is used in the Greek New Testament. And it's a word that means to just just grow enormously. It's just ridiculous how strong and how great their faith was. Paul says here in essence, wow. I mean, listen, Paul founded a lot of churches, but I think that the church of the Thessalonians was number one on his list as he thought about them because I think he was stunned at what God did in that little church that he was worried about, and then he finds out that their, their faith has just exploded. The great Baptist preacher, Charles Spurgeon said, that the way we grow in our faith is we set a, a goal for ourselves, maybe in reading the Bible or witnessing or giving or whatever, And we set that goal, and we meet it, and then we do just a little more. And then we set a new goal, and we do even more than what we establish. And we keep doing that. Before we know it, our faith is growing exceedingly. But this church was characterized by that. And then notice the other thing, and the charity. That is the the agape love, the, the, the love, the charity of every one of you all toward each other abounded. So they were, they were still going onward and upward for the Lord in their faith and their love for one another. And this is written, this chapter, this little epistle of 2 Thessalonians is written along with 1 Thessalonians to help them do even the same in their hope. That is their certainty that the Lord would return for His church and then the Lord and His church would return in the what is called the return of Christ, the second coming. And you will note here very carefully as we move through this chapter that what we're going to see in this chapter about the return of Christ is clearly a different event than is described in 1 Thessalonians 4, verses 13 through 18, where the rapture, is explained. There, Christ comes in the air, the church rises to meet him, we are forever with the Lord in that way, but he does not come to the earth in the rapture, but here we see that that there are believers on the earth at the time Christ comes literally back to the earth, and whereas the rapture has uh, for the believers no note of judgment, we see here in the second coming, the return of Christ, where we have already been raptured and then later we return with Him to the earth, we see there is most definitely the note of judgment for those who have rejected Christ. Payback is on the way. And if you're not yet a Christian, please hear this today as a a plea that you come over from your side, that is the other side that is against Christ and against Christians, and you come over to the Christian side, that you may escape the coming payback from God. You may be today involved in Mormonism or Islam or Judaism or Buddhism, Buddhism, Hinduism or some other type of world religion. I plead with you on behalf of Christ that you place your faith in Jesus Christ, that you not be the target of God's judgment when Christ returns in the second coming. Let's go back to verse 4. In fact, let's read 1 through 4 here. Paul and Silvanus and Timotheus under the church of the Thessalonians in God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace unto you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is me, because that your faith groweth exceedingly and the charity of every one of you all toward each other aboundeth so that we ourselves glory in you in the churches of God for your patience and faith in all your persecutions and tribulations that ye endure, which is a manifest token. In other words, it's an obvious sign, which is a manifest token of the righteous judgment of God, that ye may be counted worthy of the kingdom of God, for which ye also suffer. That phrase counted worthy, it is it is like it, it means to be reckoned judicially to be worthy of the kingdom of God. And he says here that they're suffering for this. Verse 6, seeing it is a righteous thing with God to recompense. That means, my friends, to pay back, seeing it as a righteous thing with God to recompense tribulation, that is, trouble, to them that trouble you. And to you who are troubled, rest with us when the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with His mighty angels in flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of His power, when He shall, be, when he shall come to be glorified in His saints and to be admired in all them that believe, because our testimony among you was believed in that day. Wherefore also we pray always for you that our God would count you worthy of this calling and fulfill all the good pleasure of his goodness and the work of faith with power that the name of our Lord Jesus Christ may be glorified in you and ye in him according to the grace of of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. Woo! <laughs> I tell you what, you ought to be encouraged, my friends. You really should be, because as I mentioned earlier, if you are part of the the suffering church that is being persecuted and in trouble, wear it as a badge of honor, my brother, and my sister, because you are on the winning team and one day God will absolutely balance the scales. Hang in there, payback is on the way, and that's a payback from God, not from us. And as we mentioned earlier as well, we look around in this world and we see so many times when there's there's a, a screaming cry for true, godly, righteous judgment. And sometimes we see it here and there, but... Mostly not. Well, one day, God is bringing the payback. Now, Paul was so excited about this church because he has started a lot of churches. But man, these guys, the Lord was was using them and the Lord's power was all over that church. And Paul wanted to encourage them because not only were they growing exceedingly in their faith and in their love for each other, and he writes these letters that they may be strengthened in their hope of the return of Christ, but he writes to them because even though all of this was true with them, they were really going through it. Have you ever heard the phrase, um, I've been through the ringers backwards? The old Tommy washing machines used to have ringers at the top, to wring out the clothes. And I guess if you went through it backwards, it was even worse. (laughs) They were going through a very difficult time. Now there may be some listening listening right now that are actually physically being persecuted. You You are suffering physically. Maybe you fear for your life that you're in that position. Many of us listening are not, but we can see that the winds of Intolerance and persecution are blowing even where we live in, in Western civilization. But know this as Paul said to these suffering believers at the church in Thessalonica, he said, Listen, hey, know this payback is coming to the troublers. That is to those that were persecuting these precious believers in Jesus Christ. There is a recompense on the way. Now, we do not wish that on you if you're listening today and you are listening and enjoying the fact that you are persecuting Christians. You should stop. You should repent. You should turn today to Jesus Christ to be saved. And I I plead with you to do that. But I want you to know something that you might not realize. God is actually using you to the max. You may not even realize it. Using you to refine the silver and gold of the believers in Christ. You see, even silver and gold have period impurities in them which must be refined out. And God uses the persecution. If you're an unbeliever and you're giving it giving trouble and just giving it to believers in Christ, I want you to know you are being used so bad by God to make Christians more and more like Jesus. But you know what? The Christians know this. God is never more present than when we are in the midst of suffering. So you may think you're terribly hurting us and physically you may be, financially you may be, legally you may be, and you people know who you are, but you know this, that we sense like the three Hebrew boys in the fiery furnace, we sense there is a fourth with us, and that is none other than the great and glorious Lord Jesus Christ. And payback, my friends, is coming to the troublers from Him. He is God, but there's also a payback in a good way to the troubled, that is to us, to those of us who are in various degrees of suffering, and even if you live in a a culture which does not throw you in prison or beat you or kill you because of your faith in Christ, all Christians everywhere are attacked and suffer from the the demonic oppression and opposition that we face on a daily basis. Every Christian experiences that, even if they're not going through what he said in verse 7. Let's look at that. This ought to to really encourage you right here. He says in verse 7, the, the payback for us in, in a good way, more like a payday for us. And to you who are troubled, rest with us when the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels. I mean, that, that is an awesome thing to think that not only are those who are troubling us going to receive the recompense, the payback that they so richly deserve from God but we are going to receive a payback, a a nice payday in essence, where we rest with Christ. God says here that he is going to bring vengeance on those who trouble us. The Greek idea here is not of, of being vindictive, but really it's the idea of those who are troubling us, and they never repent, they're never saved, that they will experience a full fury of of deserved judgment from God, and it will be as eternal as the glory of Christ will be eternal. Now, we don't wish that on anybody, but in, a, in an unusual way, if you just refuse to repent and you keep troubling us, it comforts us that you're going to get what you deserve so richly. So there is a payback coming for everyone listening. And I want you to think of it in this manner. The payback that's coming is either going to be because you allow Christ to take that recompense, that payback, that, that divine wrath against sin on the cross through His sacrificial love, His death for our sins, that we might be forgiven. I've done that. Many of you listening have done that, but some of you listening right now have not done that. That's what you should do right now while you're still alive and you have the opportunity because there is no opportunity to do that after your life on this earth ends and eternity for you begins. So there's either a payback that's come that Christ took for us on the cross or If you reject Jesus Christ, you reject what he did for you on the cross, then you will get your own payback in eternity in a place Jesus called hell. And that's not about sacrificial love. That's about a holy justice. And just as our Christian salvation is eternal, hell is eternal. And I know there are many today saying that's not so. They are wrong. The Bible clearly teaches this. And I urge you, if you are a troubler of Christians, you are not a Christian and yet you're you're bringing trouble into the lives of the people of God, I beg of you to repent of your sin Place your faith in Christ. Become a Christian that you would not be in a position after you die to suffer the payback from God as a troubler of believers. That's my recommendation and my desire for you. Paul himself, who wrote this epistle, was formerly a troubler of of the troubled, that is, he persecuted believers in Christ. I guess you could say in sort of a way that we might understand today, he wore a t-shirt and it said, "Uh uh-oh, here comes trouble. And when believers saw Saul of Tarsus coming, they knew trouble was coming with him. Because Paul even had believers in Christ put to death And he made sure that that he used his voice against them if they were on trial. And many died because of the apostle. Well, he wasn't an apostle yet, but because of Saul of Tarsus. Well, he met Jesus Christ literally. And he placed his faith in Christ. He became the apostle Paul. And from that point on, he was willing to be troubled with the troubled. Paul himself, when he was writing these letters to the church in Thessalonica, Greece, Paul himself was being persecuted for being a Christian and a missionary and an apostle of Christ. But that's okay because payback is coming. God is going to pay back those who trouble believers in Christ. And for us who are believers, it is a wonderful payback, a wonderful payday where we are rewarded with rest in Christ. But that's our note of encouragement for you today who are believers and our note of warning from the Word of God to you who may be listening, who are actively hating and persecuting believers in Christ. If you have questions about where you are spiritually with Christ, are you saved? Are you lost? How to grow as a Christian, how to become a Christian. Write this number down. 888-537-8720. 888-537-8720. You can call that number, it's a United States number, Eastern Time. You can call it from about 8 in the morning to 5 in the afternoon, Eastern Time in the United States. And you can get answers and you can get help to become a Christian or to grow in your Christian faith. If you're a not yet a believer and you have questions about Christ, about the Bible, about sin, death, and hell, and a coming judgment. Your questions could be answered by calling that number. One more time, 888-537-8720. Well, I thank you for listening today to this podcast. Payback is coming. And I hope that as a believer, several things here, you not only see that there is a clear difference between the rapture of the church and the return of Christ, as we saw here in 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, or 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, that there's a clear difference between the two events, and they are not to be confused nor combined. But I hope also that if you are going through trouble or now or in the future, you go through persecution for your faith in Christ, that you will hang on to the comforting certainty. You will hang on to the hope that payback is coming for the troublers of Christians. Thank you for listening today. It's been my joy and pleasure to share this with you today. I hope you will invite others to listen to This Week in the Word. Tell them the easiest way to find it is just type in their search bar. Dr. Ed dredhill.podbean.com d-r-e-d-h-i-l-l dot p-o-d-b-e-a-n dot com remember there's no period after the d-r and of course www on the front but anyways type that in it'll go right to podbean and to this podcast if people want to search for us on uh, uh, podbean or podcast hosting sites like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Apple iTunes. We can also be found there. The simplest way is just dredhill.podbean.com Thanks for listening. I hope you're walking out of here with your head held high, with love and hope in your heart. If you're a Christian, if you're not a Christian, you better watch out. Payback is coming.